You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Happy Monday. That was a delay. <laughs> a delay? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I, oh, I'm sitting like here I talking. let it lull too long? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm telling you, I'm still panicking now from the 100th episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I gotta so make sure just... Steven's done talking this time before I'm just like, Bleh! let's interrupt and do all of these things. <laughs> I mean, I gave you your introduction, and you're just like, uh, uh, okay. He's clearly gonna say more than that, right? <laughs> now, I'm gonna leave that in so people are like, what's going on? Right. What, what happened? What, she never leaves a lull like that. What's happening? Is she no. okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, how have you been? Oh, Decent enough, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Not the How was your birthday? Excited. Oh, it was good. It was nice. Uh, my sister and her husband came up for a couple of days. They live in Arkansas. So um, I usually always panic when I have house guests because I'm always thinking mm. at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, dang it, I just really need me time. And I've always been that type where I'm like, if they just go away at the end of the day and just come back in the morning, that'd be great, you know? But it was actually really nice to have them around. We didn't do good. anything because it got kind of chilly. We literally just kind of like, we went to dinner on my birthday, but then mm-hmm. on the day after, we just kind of sat around and watched the entire run of Letter Kenny. So I've gotten another <laughs> addict in. Nice. Nice. But, uh, and then I cooked a little steak dinner that evening, and then they left on Friday, a little late morning, and then mm-hmm. broke up their drive back. But yeah, it was nice. I hadn't seen her in, shoot, a year and a half, maybe. Yeah. Because we're pretty That's far it. apart. She doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. You can't get her on a plane to save her life. So they uh, drove up Southern Illinois, saw some friends since that's where we're from, and then the rest of the drive up to here and then broke it up coming home. So, but yeah, right. it was really nice. It was nice. nice. Got got a couple of like a new purse and a new shirt and mm-hmm. some bras. I'm sure you guys wanted to know that, but yeah. I did. Some, I yeah, thank you for sharing nice, that. Yeah. Nice new ones now. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. That's good. A, yeah. I was about to say, how about yours? And I was like, we talked about your birthday. That's that's how you know we you're still tired did. or not paying yeah. attention, right? It's like when you go to the movies, you know, and they're mm-hmm. like, enjoy your movie. And you're like, you too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. You, you you don't know what to say. It's just one of those awkward little moments because you want to be polite. But right. what are you? You're just like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're then just so used to being like, you too, after have a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you just, you either go with that or you just make some awkward noise out of your mouth and they're just like, what did they just say? I'm sure they're so used to hearing it because I feel like there was a few times I've done it where even they were like, it's, yeah, it happens all the time, you know? Yeah. Like, how about you just say enjoy your day and we'll just fix everybody's little Mm -hmm. problem, but yeah. 
It's fine. So it was nice. It was nice. Good. That's awesome. Uh, I want to. I want to do a little. Um, since you were talking about watching stuff, I got mm-hmm. to. I watched something last night. Uh, it'll be a few days by this point, but I would recommend it. Uh, my name is Dolomite on Netflix. Dolomite. Dolomite. You ain't never heard Dolomite. of Dolomite. I Dolomite. Not. Okay. Well. No. Dolomite is a 1970s black exploitation film. Uh, killer pimps and you know kung fu and just it's oh, an no. insane movie. I'd never seen it before in my life. Like the original movie. Right. My name is Dolomite is a a biography film starring Eddie Murphy as the guy who played Dolomite who created this character. And it was such a wonderful film about a guy. Like, I I feel like I can relate to him in the sense of a, this is a man who wanted to do something. You know, he he wanted to make his career. He was trying to, like, he started off uh, doing music and stuff like that, and that wasn't taken off. So he decided he's going to try stand up. That wasn't taken off, but then he he created a character named Dolomite, who's just this bad pimp. And I can't really say a lot of what he says because you know we're trying to keep yeah. it PG thirteen. But he's just this bad pimp with an attitude, you know. And he just come kind of comes in and just he brings a presence and it catches everybody's attention. So mm-hmm. then Dolomite kind of blows up, and he's like, "All right, now I want to do stuff. I want to I want to make albums, you know, with mm-hmm. this character, stand up albums." And then that seems to take a struggle because people are like, you can't say that. You can't do that. And he's like, yeah, I can. I'm going to. I just and did. Then event- exactly. <laughs> and then eventually he gets the idea about turn it, taking this character and turning it into a movie character. So take him from stand-up to the big screen. Dolomite's mm-hmm. going to be big screen star. And the sh- and his his goal was like, I don't need anybody to do it. I'm going to do it myself. Whatever it takes. Now, he did have to get a little bit of funding here and there, but he he didn't allow anything to stop him from making this movie the way he was wanting to make it. So he found ways around the logistics when they were just like, well, how are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? I'll figure it out. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. We'll make it happen. And it was just, I, I feel like I can relate to that. It's just like, you really have a passion to do something. You're going to do it, and you're going to find a way to do it no matter what. Right. And he did, and I can only applaud him for it because it was like, that's amazing, you know? You didn't mm-hmm. let anyone keep you down, and even when the chips were down, you kept going. You persevered, and you, you just kept going. So I really enjoyed it. And Until he found his niche, huh? Yeah. Right. And, and anybody who loves classic Eddie Murphy, which is me, I love old Eddie Murphy, this mm-hmm. is a return to form in the highest regard. Oh is my that gosh, why I've been is... seeing him make the circuit lately? Is this a new Probably. thing? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just hit uh, Netflix li- or on the 25th okay. uh, of this month. So I-, I highly recommend it. It actually prompted me to go watch the original film, which I found oh. on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And you're in it- I think if I didn't, if I hadn't seen it, like that movie prior, it would have been a little harder to watch. Uh, but had no underst- context to it. Yeah, but yeah. understanding everything about it, like you can see how cheaply made the sets are. You can, you know, that these people aren't professional actors, 
and, mm-hmm. and stuntmen and everything like that. But understanding that in the background and you're watching uh-huh. this, it just enhances it. enhanced it for me anyway because I was like, yeah. you know, I respect, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the, the filmmaking and everything, you can just see how uncoordinated they were at times. And it was just like, all right, cool. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> this was definitely your first attempt at this. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. So, and plus, plus I was introduced to the character uh, named the Hamburger Pimp. And that was, that's, the name alone is amazing. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's my new favorite thing, the Hamburger Pimp. <laughs> I feel like you like put doling out the hamburgers, but you want them back. I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> uh, also, I'm gonna veer off a little bit, kind of get back onto mm-hmm. the show, but I just wanted to bring that up because I thought you know no, people might cool. enjoy it. Um, apparently, I had a, a, a little amendment to something that we talked about last week: the analog pocket. Uh, okay. Our friend Warwick, or Warwick. I don't know how he likes to pronounce it. Warwick. Let's I think I've always that. said Warwick. We've always just been yeah. like, war! War. Know? War. There what you go. We'll just say war. You know, And then you everything. have to be like, well, for everything, because we're talking about a lovely human being. And I know that's not how mm-hmm. the song ends, but otherwise it just sounds rude. And that's, that's right. what I would sing every time. <laughs> but he was, he was trying, uh, wanted to, he was trying to lay out what he kind of found out. Now, I couldn't remember what I had said about the analog pocket and its HD features and mm-hmm. he wanted to make sure that I understood that I was aware that it was somewhere between 720 and 1080, and maybe I didn't stress that or okay enhance that. I I don't I couldn't remember when he when he laid it out in a message to me, and he said no, he didn't want to publicly you know put it out on Twitter. And I was like, it's fine, dude. That's the, yeah. I want this conversation so people see it. It's fine. Right, right. So if I didn't say it correctly, he he wanted to make sure that I did. So it was somewhere between 720 and 1080. And he, he actually said that, you know, the analog pocket kind of caught his eyes. So hopefully uh-huh. it caught more people's eyes as well. Uh, so there's there's that correction. Thank you, War. If, if I didn't, again, I can't remember half of what I say. I, I unless, mean, after you've done, what, 102 episodes now. Like, yeah, yeah, I could see that. And then a lot of stuff happens in the between. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think there was a time... Uh, I guess just to kind of point out how much I can't remember, I think there was an episode we did that was talking about a crossover between Kingdom Hearts and Star Wars, and that we could have like a goofy Chewbacca. Uh, I think cross- it's vaguely crossover. coming together. Yeah, yeah. And then I was trying to do some sort of <laughs> sound or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's coming. Back and right and I remember war and. Probably uh, Trey from the tap stream made mentions like I want to I want Goofy Chewy or Chewy Goofy and I was like ha and in the back of my head I was like I don't know what they're talking about and I couldn't remember but uh-huh. and then it it dawned on me like days later I was like oh yeah I did that thing so if I seem to forget this I'm sorry I, I mean so much I do the same on. thing. Sometimes yeah. I'll listen back to the podcast because I like to check in on it every once in a while just to make sure like the mic is still sounding good, all that kind of stuff that I'm not interrupting you as much. Be cognizant of what I'm doing. Right. And yeah, I've, I've been like, really? When did we 
Okay. I mean, it's recorded, so clearly I said that. Because I'll be thinking mm-hmm. to myself, I should have said blah, blah, blah. And then, like, two seconds later, I'll say it. I went, oh, well, I guess I did think of it that day. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm having a conversation <laughs> with us two all over again. Uh, the next thing I want to do real quick is just do a little uh, self-promotion. On the 30th, uh, I will be joining a new podcast called Kaiju Weekly. Okay. Uh, I'm... I'm uh, I'm not quite sure where our podcast is going to be broadcast from specifically, but there will there will be uh, information out there in the interwebs by the time it comes out. So uh, on the thirtieth, which will be Wednesday, uh, we're talking about you know the the idea is like Godzilla movies, King Kong, monster movies in general. I don't want to yeah. say just Godzilla movies, but you know mm-hmm. this is something I've always wanted to do. You know, it's been something I've batted around. Uh, a guy from a group I'm on on Facebook called the Podmates. We, like, he had he pitched that he wanted to do a you know this this type of podcast, and it was very similar to the to an idea that I had prior. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. wow, that's just uncanny. Why don't I just kind of pitch my own you know self out there and see if he would be interested? having you know a new co-host or whatever and see what his ideas are and it just you know from there it just like took off and we're just it was yeah so we just started pitching ideas throwing out i you know Mm -hmm. what are we going to do here what are we going to do there and you know he's he's planning out all the episodes for in the future uh i'm trying to do my production stuff in the background like the main theme music that's all me uh yes he's he's I've got the, uh, our, we got a Twitter up. It's uh, Kaiju Weekly, at Kaiju Weekly. So if you want to go follow that, if you're interested in monsters, you know, giant monster movies and stuff like that. And uh, he, we, we actually recorded our podcast on Friday, the past Friday. You know, you listen on Monday. We go through this all the time. I don't we know why just, we continue. Yeah, just remember, we're, it's Saturday morning. Yeah. But, <laughs> we try but, to remember. We recorded uh, last night, and it was—I mean—it was a great conversation. There was not one of those awkward. It's like we'd been friends forever, you know. That's how good the conversation was. At least I felt like it was, and uh, it made me even. We discussed uh, the best and worst of what we thought of mm-hmm. monsters, giant monsters, and he—he he challenged my uh, idea of what a giant monster could be. Uh, oh, not nice. to spoil anything. But uh, I had never considered Clifford the Big Red Dog to be a giant monster. And you know what? He made a good Ooh. argument. Clickbait. <laughs> I guess you're going to yeah. have to find out when you listen on Wednesday. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Hopefully, all of you will check that out if it interests you. And maybe you just love hearing my wonderful voice and you just want to hear more of it. You do have a lovely, lovely speaking voice. Well, thank you. Thank does. you. Uh, but uh, out, you know. but now that i'm done doing all that what have you been playing you know i've had a very light gaming week having family in town this week so i've honestly not played much of anything because monday even during the live stream we were Mm -hmm. contemplating forcing me to play a scary vr game and i got super lucky that my stream stayed busy enough the entire time that it actually turned into a, just a web show so for 4 hours we just bs'd with each other mm-hmm. um so i i safely dodged that it wasn't on purpose mind you that it ended up <laughs> that way 
But it was just one of those interesting days where just enough people kept flooding through and the conversation just stayed on point the whole time that, and that's what I really enjoy about the whole live streaming aspect is connecting with the viewers. So I just, Mm -hmm. we just stayed chit chatting the whole time. Um, And then Sunday was Beat Saber as it always is. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't check out anything different this week. So I fail on that. So I apologize. Family in no, town. We fine. just watched TV the whole time and uh, no games were played, which I know made my husband very sad because we only <laughs> watch TV through the PlayStation and he's still very much into Borderlands 3 right now. So I could tell oh. it's just soon as they left, dude, he woke up early and first thing that was getting kicked on was Borderlands. I'm like, are you so happy to have the TV back? You know, he's yes. like, uh-huh. and he's looking for the shift codes or whatever that gets tweeted from the accounts or from Randy Pitchford account. You get like some golden key or something if you put mm. those in and unlocks loot and stuff like that. And it's not like a one-time <laughs> use code. So they're just like good till 10 PM or something like that. Oh, okay. Those of you who play it probably know what I'm talking about. But uh, so now if I see it on, on the Twitter verse, I'll usually send it his way if he's out driving. Cause then mm-hmm. once he has a break, apparently you can still enter them in through the app on your phone. You don't have to be in front of the game. Right. You collect them all while he's away. And then when he comes home, he's got all these keys to do whatever with in the game. <laughs> so, yeah. How about you? You probably uh, got well, into more not, than I did for sure. <clears throat> I mean, kind of, sort of, but not not really. Um, Gravity Rush 2, still kind of playing that. But even saying that, I didn't, I don't feel like I played that much at all. Like, I don't mm-hmm. recall progressing the story any farther than, I don't remember. I don't really, I really can't remember the last time I picked it up. And it's, I felt like it was just because I was focused elsewhere on other things and of course weekends really seem to be the only time I can actually get to play because mm-hmm. the week days are so hectic. So Well you got like the regular nine to five grind, so Yeah. And so yeah, I didn't really play all that much. But I mean I, I do want to. It's not like the game right. is just lack of interest. I, I do want to. I just no time. No time. Right. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. As adult so. gamers, we get it. Sometimes that it has to get fit in at another time, if you're responsible anyway. Not mm-hmm. like some of us will just stay up till two or three anyway, just so we can game to be up at seven and hate life the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. Like, why did I, I mean, do this? Sometimes I, I wonder if I envy those youngsters who can just play games all day, all night, and then other times I'm like, no, nope, you know what? I'm glad I have a life. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got other things to do right now, even though mm-hmm. in the back of my mind I'd still be like, this would still be more fun. It would be. Than what I am yeah. currently doing, usually I mean, nine times out of ten. On the flip side, with it being cold now, I do have – more time than I do in the summertime because I have to worry about yard work anymore. You know, oh. I don't have to go mow. Renting and, for the win. <laughs> all that mess. So at least I am carving out that little, you know, you nugget of Everything's time. Everything's dying now. outside, so I'm just going to stay That's in. Right. Exactly. It's always been, it's like ever since it got cold, it's been cold and wet and bleh looking. Mm-hmm. Damn. But hey, I'm happy yeah. that it's cooled off. I don't want it to be frigid because I don't live in Antarctica, but, you know, I do like it being milder, cooler, 70 degree weather is very nice. Yeah, I miss 70s. Mm -hmm. We've been sitting in like the 40s and 50s with rain 
No. Which no. for this time of year, I'm surprised it's not colder, to be honest, because I mean, we're almost November. Yeah. And it's usually already dipping into like the 30s and staying in the 40s by now, you know, like 30s at night. So we have been a little warmer than normal. Mm-hmm. But uh, I need I need hot. I'm like that odd person. I, I know we're very much straying off, but it's like <laughs> I haven't really met too many people like me who would just prefer hot over Mm -hmm. cold like usually everybody's like I can put on more layers and all this kind of stuff and that's all well and good me when I'm frozen to the bone it doesn't matter how many layers I put on anymore I'm just going to be chilled I'll have two sweatshirts on a blanket everything I've done for me it's just easier to cool off sure so I'd rather it be warm um, but I'm just always cold so when it's cold outside I'm just tortured for eight months (laughs) I can never Mm. get warm again (laughs) I do feel like that uh Ever since I've lost weight, my mm-hmm. padding has disappeared. So I yep. do find myself being much cooler than usual. So it it has been kind of a a transition, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, summers weren't all that bad. You know, the the temperature in the house is like this is all right, and everybody else right. is like I'm so hot, and I'm like, are you kidding? It's fine. Yeah, this it's just is fine. great. Yeah, okay. and then now that it's, I mean, it really hasn't reached thirty two degree. Uh, level here yet but it's been in the 40s in the mornings so you you hit that and you're just like okay i'm cold and then (laughs) even if i have a a cold cup of water it it chills my body now and Mm -hmm. i feel it and i'm just like i'm cold and i'm like why am i cold it's just enhancing all the cold around me this is what i was missing (laughs) but i'm okay with it feels like yeah but i'm okay with it because i will get Whatever I need to stay warm, exactly. and that's fine. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm good with that. All right. Well, we've strayed off. I'm sorry. Yes. We wanted to have a good conversation. Okay. But you know what? There's a reason I'm okay with us straying off today because we really don't have any news. It's been a slower week again. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, from, from what I can remember, and again, I don't I remember. I mean, some fun episode. little stuff, but like, yeah, nothing. Yeah. No, we have we have quickets. We don't have any news news like a big headline that I can dig deep into. There, I, I kept looking. I even looked this morning. There's nothing. There was nothing yeah. worth like expanding into. Everything is just kind of like eh, little snippets. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna forego any news and go straight to quickets. I think All maybe right. this has happened one other time. Yeah, I don't remember. I can't even remember. on slower it's, ones. Usually we have like one mm-hmm. that might but, take five minutes. But uh, first of all, I guess what we'll talk about is what would be considered the most disappointing news this week is that The Last of Us 2 has been delayed already from February 20th to May 29th. They just announced this. (laughs) I know. I know. That was disappointing for me, too. But when you read the response... Assuming they're telling the truth, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. I actually wrote down kind of a, a paraphrased version of that. It was Neil Druckmann said uh, they were closing out sections of the game. They realized they didn't have enough time to bring the game up to a level of polish that they would call Naughty Dog quality, which we all know is top notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were faced with two options, compromise parts of the game or get more time. And they chose the latter, which allows them to finish everything to their level of satisfaction while also reducing stress. Smart. Right. That's key key thing right there. Reducing stress. So you're not mm-hmm. crunch time. To hell with that. Just delay the game. Everyone will be happy. Right. Nintendo does it all the time. And you know what? They put out 
quality games. Exactly. And it's I'm sure they're much happier fun. for it, too. Yeah. Completely burnt out and all this kind yeah. of stuff. I want to feel good about the people who made this, so when I play it, I'm just like, I'm so glad they took their time. I'm so glad mm-hmm. everyone was happy with their work, their working environment. I will gladly pay top dollar for this, no discounts, because I know they deserve it. Right. They took their time. They worked hard to make this happen for us. I'll gladly pay you top dollar for it. Exactly. So, If more time is what you need for it to be polished, bug-free, all this kind of stuff, take it. But the downside to that is it better be good because you know how gamers are. And if they mm-hmm. waited and they're patient, if it comes out and there's still a mess of problems, that's when you start to get the backlash. Although I'm not fearing that with them. No. I, I mean, it's impossible to release a game that has zero bugs. Just some weird graphical error can happen mm-hmm. at any time or something like that. But I'm not worried about it. I think they'll take that time they need and it's going to come out good. I really do. I I honestly cannot think of one time, and I'm sure it's happened, but I can't think of one time Naughty Dog put out a game, I guess within the recent years. I'm sure it happened back in the Crash Bandicoot days. Sure. But in the recent years where they put out a game and it was like, it's riddled with bugs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Or, Or if I came across one, it was so minor that I can't remember right now. Yeah. You know, or I didn't realize it was a bug. It was a feature. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> there, there are enough games out there to keep everybody satisfied. We don't need this to be rushed out. Take your time. Um, Absolutely. The next thing I have, I found to be very interesting. Uh, we spoke a few weeks back about Mike Yabara, who was the... Uh, he was a somebody, somebody big at Microsoft. I can't remember what his role was per se, but mm-hmm. he was leaving, and it was just right. like, okay, so we have all these big VPs and executives leaving their their companies because we had Sean Layden that uh, week before, I think, before he left. So it was like, oh, what's going on? Uh, he announced that he accepted a job at Blizzard. Oh, uh, he's no. going to be their executive VP and general manager. Now, what I want to know is did he accept this job prior to the backlash? Well, what was the timeline? And so is that the Halo guy? Uh no, this was this was just so a, a, a Microsoft executive okay. just some guy, some big gotcha. big guy. Cuz I feel uh, like in the timeline of things it might have been. Yeah, now when we talked about this, this is prior this is before Blizzard had their big snafu. I think so. But he could have accepted that job saying, all right, well, I'll start here. I'll right. go ahead and put in my resignation. Give them and then that transition that... period. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. So my big question is, is he going to come in? Did If he didn't know ahead of time, does is he regretting that decision now and tr- hoping to right the ship? Or did he know? And he was just like, well, I guess I'm just in for this. And he yeah. is okay with what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm. I don't know the guy. I don't know his reputation. I've never heard anything bad about him, but mm. I'm sure I could dig. So maybe oh. I should. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just create problems for him. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll start a big <laughs> a whisper campaign about this guy. Uh, also, while we're on the subject of Blizzard, BlizzCon 
uh, is going on on November 1st through the 3rd, and I'm eager to see what happens this year. Got your popcorn ready? Mm-hmm. Because the last year or two have been interesting, to say the least, with everyone expecting something, and then we're like, hey, here's Diablo on mobile. And the people are like, are you high? No one asked for this. <laughs> it's like, but you have a phone. Yeah. You didn't know you wanted it until we uh-huh. built that need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm looking forward to this year's... I can honestly say I'm pretty looking forward to it, too. I just hope everybody's safe. I don't want to hear any, you know, riots or outbreaks or people being Mm -hmm. unsafe or anything like that. Um, Although I am wholeheartedly expecting to see um, something in the background or whatever, just because... I'm pretty sure we're going to have tons of trolls there with Hong Kong support Hong Kong signs all over. Yep. I guarantee you that will happen. Uh, yeah. Most definitely. I, I do anticipate that. Hmm. And hopefully they um, just respect respect people each other back right. and forth is all I can hope for because I really, I really don't want people to get hurt because I know hmm. sometimes in these situations it can escalate to that point, um, especially when we're dealing with a topic as important as this and um, – Emotion levels are extremely high, as I can mm. understand they would be. So um, just hopefully everybody be safe and, and try not to start any. Don't try. Don't. You know, right. don't, let's not bring this I to think, physical harm. I think Blizzard's response to any of those signs is really going to be a clear cut picture of what their stance is. Right. Because this isn't. These people who are there, they're just spectators. Unless there's something in the agreement to be there, says that they can't openly protest Mm -hmm. or or whatever. I guess it would be considered. I I don't know. I just I feel like there's there's going to be a problem, almost definitely. I'm I'm expecting. I just I'm like you. I hope it's not going to be a bad violent problem. Right. But I know we will hear some drama for sure. Um, Twitch is apparently testing watch parties. Is that? I think I saw a little bit on that. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of streamers used to do like community nights where you could watch movies together on this pro, uh, website called rabbit, mm-hmm. which has since shut down. Oh, has so, it? So yes, yes. A uh, month or two ago. So it's been mm-hmm. fairly recent. Um, but yeah, so I'm wondering if they, you know, heard about that and are trying to fill a need, which would bring more eyes to their site, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, good for you trying something like that, I yeah. suppose. We'll see how it works out, you know, because yeah. I, I have been hearing people say they, they wish they could find another way of doing this. So see how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, Twitch lost some streamer named Shroud to Mixer. Uh, yeah, pff, like I kind is. of, I yeah, I don't really know. Mike yeah, something, I think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good, good for him. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose. Psh, These psh. people. Yeah. Everybody's trying to join a bandwagon. Uh, Sony. Hey. Is this where I go? <laughs> I was there first. No. You you were there first. You but were. But no, welcome. I heard it went over really well. And uh, I, I saw him tweet that he felt extremely welcomed and that everybody had been super kind and upbeat and supportive. And yeah, so 
Good. Hopefully he uh, is loving his new home. It didn't seem like it was hurting him too much, but this is one of these situations, right, where like six months is usually about a good gauge of how well. But I mean, mm. he was at like 75K when I peeked in on his first stream, so concurrence. So it seems like uh, at I mean, least really everybody don't... was welcoming maybe the people who were like, I need to peek at what's going on over here. And mm. then his regular viewers and then the mixer people wanting to peek to see what's going on, you know. So. I mean, I really don't understand how people can't just transition from one website to another website. When you're that huge, it's big news. You know what I mean? Like he was like, I guess their next biggest moneymaker over on Twitch from what I'm hearing Mm. with oh, I guess. under the breath like he was the it was like ninja then we went shroud mm-hmm. so there's rumors now speculating that we think maybe they're like tim the Tatman or summit or one of those might be next because i almost expected a couple of months we'll hear another one. Oh yeah no doubt you once know? it filters through allows his hype to die down yeah it'll happen again yeah i have no doubt so they're they're definitely poaching some of the 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 top dogs here and I was very happy Mixer didn't burn to the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stayed up. It was fine. I always get a little nervous because this is one of the first times this website has seen uh, that many in a particular channel. You know what I mean? So I feel mm-hmm. like they've been probably working overtime and really prepping for these two big guys to come over that would bring uh, a ton of traffic to the channel. So yeah, they're ready yeah. to compete is basically what they're showing. So I, I, this, this is only good honestly, for everybody in the streaming space, honestly. I, I've honestly felt like Twitch needed a good rival. And I'm I'm glad to see that Mixer's finally stepping up and Yeah, because it seems charge. like I've heard some really cool features coming out of Twitch over the last couple months, too. So maybe they're going, all right, all right. Now we just mm-hmm. got to see how they start enforcing TOS for people mm-hmm. who are, you know... The, yeah. the other big gripe we keep hearing from everybody. <laughs> uh, Sony is already boasting that the PlayStation 5 is faster than the Scarlet. Oh. I just got to... I don't know. <laughs> it seemed like when well, I was reading the specs, they both seemed almost identical, you know, save a couple of things here or there, but... Yeah, I mean, me personally, my response to Sony in this instance is shut up. Okay, don't uh, the the systems aren't even out yet. Poke. Just shut <laughs> That's up. What they're doing. Poke. Yeah. <laughs> We're faster than you. Yep. Just well. shut up, okay? They, you, well, you don't maybe need to be that could be cocky. they might be losing some exclusives. I don't know, like Quantic Dreams no longer. Yeah, Sony still. exclusive, right? Cuz they started giving up their P- or their games going on PC. I, I giving up is you know, not the phrase I'm sure, but yeah. Mm. Well, I just, I don't want them to be out. You don't go out there and just be start humble. making. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Not poking the bear. Well, I don't, but you, you know, drama sells, man. You get I all the fanboys and girls like arguing against each other again, you know, and then they just sit back and laugh maniacally while they count their dollar bills. Hmm. I mean, you got a point. Um, <laughs> the company also was issuing and probably still is off or issuing full refunds to unsatisfied players of WWE 2K20 oh, uh, since the game released uh, as a dumpster fire. You know, yeah. it's terrible. Have you How seen you... some of the videos? Holy yeah, I have. Cow, oh, man. my God. Yeah, like, wow. How, how do you botch how? that so bad? 
I don't know. I don't know. And like, it almost makes you wonder, like, there had to be a QA presence. So did you just ignore them? Because I'm hard pressed to believe any QA person's going to be like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. You know, it almost seems like they were like, hey, do you realize this is a mess? And they're like, we have a date. We've got to set it out. It's fine. You know, we'll Mm -hmm. patch it later. And, you know, working in quality, I will go ahead and say, yeah, that happens. Okay. Because you as quality, I work in quality if you don't already understand this. Uh, I've seen it to where there's something's not working and you want to spend your time on it because you are the QA inspector. You want mm-hmm. to make sure that this works and you put your time and effort into it. And you're like, we got to get this out the door. And it's like, but it doesn't work. It, it's not going, it's not good. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, but we got to keep, we got to keep moving. got to keep moving. It's like, all right, well, you know what? Ship it out then. Tamp, you know? t- yeah, ruin your reputation. That's fine. All right. But I've seen it. I've seen it a hundred times over. Yep, it happens. You got company, company men who want quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. That's what happens because they're worried about their numbers, not the quality of the product. So yes. Well, I now understand. you're losing money. So mm-hmm. congratulations. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, also on the Sony front, a new report suggests that Sony is looking to sell PlayStation View. I guess it's not uh, working or being the oh, success they were hoping. Is that their uh, their Kinda video like program? Their, yeah, like their cable subscription service okay. thing that they did. I didn't even I, I realize mean, it was fully out yet. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that <laughs> says a lot about it because yeah. when I cut the cord, as they say... That's the new hip thing to say. Right. Uh, I was looking to see what would be my options, and PlayStation View never really crossed my mind. Uh, I guess I don't yeah. use my PlayStation in that way enough to justify it. So right. it's just like, eh. and I know you can get the app on other things, but why would you? I right. just, you know, who? I feel like I've maybe Netflix. even seen it on there because we use our PlayStation as our TV. Hmm. Like that's where our Hulu and our Netflix and HBO Go and all that kind of stuff is loaded onto. I might have seen the icon. You probably have. There's so many apps up there now that I just, I go to my places I know where I watch my stuff. Yeah. Creature of habit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just, I'm kind of like, meh, you know, if if they sell it, so, so what? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I don't really feel like it was breaking Walls and barriers and anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google announced that its first official game studio, Google Stadia Montreal, maybe? I didn't really get a, an official name, per se. Okay. Google, don't, uh-uh, shut up. My phone is, my phone is <laughs> the listening. phone's like, you, you were what? What nope, did you need? Nope, I didn't, shut up. Shut it. See, we have this problem again. I'm going to have to turn it off from now on because it's so just listening, listening to everything us, I say. Man. Okay, so G Stadia, okay. <laughs> Montreal. I'm going to assume that's what they're calling it because, again, I didn't get an official name, So, but it's mm-hmm. based out of Montreal, so there Sounds you go. Uh, they promised unique gaming experiences from the studio, whatever that means. And um, if you were one of the many or few, I don't, I don't really know the numbers of who pre-ordered what, uh, that pre-ordered the Stadia starter packs... You know, like the Founders Edition and Premier Editions, mm-hmm. and you're excited to play on launch day. Uh, you may just want to temper that excitement because you may not be getting your package that day. Because apparently, mm-hmm. Google is sending everything to die. 
phone. Uh, they're sending out, man. They're sending everything out on a first come, first serve basis, which makes no sense. Yeah, like when I even when I was reading through that, I thought the whole point of buying the Founders Edition was to have first crack at it. Weren't they supposed to get it like now? Correct me if I'm wrong. Like a week or so before it was to be released nationwide or in the I countries believe, that it's uh, yeah. debuting in. I believe so. It was supposed to be this big thing launch yeah, nationwide. Going to be there. Everybody who who pre-orders has everything they need to get I started. I wonder if that means the pre-orders were low. Could we need been. to look that look that up. Yeah, because I feel like that's be- really strange. Because those people paid like what, like one hundred thirty bucks. Yeah, give or take, depending on which mm-hmm. one you got. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel with a company that big. And they are just going to be like, yeah, we'll, we'll put it out as soon as we can. Like, dude, you, yes, you can put it out right now. Get UPS the hype on your that side, you built for this thing, out. man. Yeah. Yeah. There's no sense in that. <sighs> um, Ubisoft had an interesting week. Yes, they did. Okay. First of all, uh, they filed a lawsuit against a group of hackers that sold cheats to players for an accumulated, as they say, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, so whatever, however much that is. And then yeah. uh, this is no doubt why they are hemorrhaging money. Uh, because according to Ubisoft, Ghost Recon Breakpoint and The Division 2 were both commercial failures. You know, they despite mm-hmm. the latter game being well-reviewed and from what I saw, selling extremely well. Uh, but like but, it. But it's a, it's a commercial failure all around. Uh, and with all these financial woes, it should come as no surprise that um, the company has decided to delay three of its upcoming titles, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Watch Dogs Legion, and Gods and Monsters, in order to ensure that they are top-quality entertainment. Good. I mean, it's just so hard being... Ubisoft having all these <laughs> popular games that sell so well, but when they don't reach the hundreds of millions of dollars, they're a failure. Yeah, I, I mean, wonder too. I mean, well, we're putting so much money into games these days too, like, mm-hmm. it, which is why I can see why they keep trying to force us into multiplayer, multiplayer, because that's where they can really start to make their money back and turn a huge profit. Whereas if we're buying the game once, play it, set it down, that's they've made their money. You're not going to get mm. any more out of you. Yeah. Uh, not that I agree with it. I'm just no. saying I, I see why they're doing it for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, there's arguments to be had about monetization and all that mess, but I don't know. I'd have to look at the books to really understand how much money you're putting in and how much you're getting back. Because I do notice that we are kind of pigeonholed at $60 per game for most games. Right. And does that cover the expense, the cost of everything? I don't know. I'm not in the, the industry. I'm not in the right. business, so I don't know. I don't know how many but, employees you had to pay or how many hours they had to work or the mm-hmm. rent in the space that you're working in. You know, like I don't know what all that right. rounds out to be. But I also don't, I don't really agree with some of the sneaky monetization that they try to pull either because it nope. is underhanded and screwy and it's just like what, what are you doing because i have noticed the where the, i think the the biggest argument now that they're trying to pull is the grind you know 
they they make a they make a game grindy so yeah. you get frustrated about how long it's taking for you to level up your character but then they also have this little package over here saying but if you just buy this Double that'll XP. boost you up yeah, yeah. $5 is all it's going to take oh, and then you right. can just there's a couple of levels right there and then you get in that mindset of just like fine and then yeah. you do it and it's it's so underhanded and just mm-hmm. th- if you think about how it's set out, they are making the problem just to sell you the solution. Oh, yeah. So it's, I don't know, screw these people. Anyway, um, <laughs> Bethesda, we have some things to discuss a little later. But for now, uh, just going to let you know that they bought a mobile game company called Alpha Dog, which I don't know what they oh. do. Uh, and, and they are releasing... I don't know if I mentioned this uh, weeks ago, but apparently they're releasing a collector's edition for Doom Eternal. And I found it interesting that it has a helmet in it, uh, which, you know, should raise a red flag after the last helmet incident with the mildew. And I understand, I understand that you can argue, well, they didn't put out the other one officially, but it's a helmet, mildew, there's a thing. It just was really bad timing. Yeah. Just saying. I don't know if they have good timing anymore, but... Like. They don't. No, because we're going to get into <laughs> that uh, momentarily. So yeah. we'll, we'll get around to that. Um, Monster Hunter World Iceborne will release on PC on January 9th, 2020. So if you're looking forward to that, there you go. Uh, the creator of the critically acclaimed title, Okami. Have you ever played that? I have not. I recommend it. If you can, okay. if you can play it... Check it out. Uh, he wants to make a sequel, and I say do it. Make it happen. All right. Uh, the rarest Pokemon trading card recently sold at an auction for an estimated, can you guess? Oh, God, I'm scared. It's going to be stupid amounts of money, isn't it? Uh, don't overthink it, but it is. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't pay so it. So the rarest of Pokemon, uh, mm. four grand. Okay, well, you undersold the shit out of that. Um, I figured I was. Thousand. Oh my god, I didn't even want to go that high. <laughs> Who has this money? Well, there's plenty of people, but mm. damn, like Who then you're just the going to be okay. Like, yeah. they, like I could just imagine this person bought this piece of cardboard and then they're fine. They could still. Make rent, eat food, travel to Europe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they I mean, live in they, Europe. I don't know who it is. <laughs> I would like to find these people and talk about or talk to them about investing in our show, so right. you know we can live a good life. Because they so apparently we have money spend to spend two hundred thousand dollars on a Pokemon card if we want. Right. Um, but good job on the person who had the card. Sure. <sighs> uh, I mean, damn. I mean, they're living it up now. Right. Uh, a surprise cameo for Death Stranding was unveiled last week with Conan O'Brien playing a character known as the Wandering MC, whose uh, friendship can lead to the acquisition of an otter suit, which allows you I'm, to swim in the river. Yeah. I just I just discovered this last night. Yeah. And, uh, it was amazing. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Conan O'Brien fan. Mm-hmm. I followed him since before the whole Tonight Show debacle and all that kind of stuff, and uh, it it made me smile. But it was just like one one thought that crossed my mind was just like he's not even a gamer, so it's kind of funny. So hopefully he realizes like how cool it really is, you yeah. know, 
he does that skit called the the clueless gamer which always worked out well now he could just be hamming it up for all i know he plays mm. video games and he's just gonna call it stupid dumb and never touches it outside of that skit just for the comedic effect right uh, but uh yeah it's i that i was not expecting that no i wasn't and either, i didn't so. realize how adorable hideo kojima is yeah, Kojima, no however you say it. Like, when I was watching them, you know, I watched the clip with Conan and him when he went to mm. the studios or whatever. And I was like, he's just, he just seems like a very jovial, adorable man. Very yeah. happy to be doing what he's doing. And I'd love I mean, to have a, have a lunch with that guy one day. The more I keep seeing out of Death Stranding, the more I feel like I don't know what this game is. And I think that's a lot of what people have said. But I think just in the sense of how you play it. Because I was never really sure what kind of, is it third person open world? Is it third person linear? Is it like, what is it? And what do you do? And then this just opened up yet another can of worms. So I can swim in the, the rivers now. Where are the rivers? I didn't realize there were rivers. What is yeah. going on? I don't know. I, I have know. no idea. I don't know what I to expect part out of this appeal. game. It better be such a good game, though, because we've been talking about it for a thousand years. Mm. <laughs> it feels like. So we'll see. Uh, finally... Johnny Galecki, I hope I'm saying his name right, uh, best known to people possibly as Leonard Hofstetter on uh, the hit show Big Bang Theory. He's apparently developing an eSports series at NBC. Now, we mentioned last week that CBS was looking to create an eSports sitcom. Right. So now they're competing. Now, I don't know if his is going to be a sitcom as well or if it's going to be maybe like a hour-long drama comedy Mm -hmm. whatever i don't know i have no idea but he's working on it so you if you if you wanted esports shows they're coming you're getting them damn it yeah (laughs) here they come all right so uh truth or trash sure i got uh three three i think i think uh there's some interesting ones now I know I've pitched this several times, but I, I, this is it, okay? Okay. This you is got, it. This got, is the long-rumored, yet-to-be-announced Batman title oh. will be called Batman Arkham Legacy. It feels like this totally could be 100%. I mean, I'm going to go with truth. Okay. Yes. I'm going to go with truth. Because I nailed it this time. It's not all those others that I've said before. It's this one. Yes. I, I uh, agree. Okay, now this next one. This is going to be huge one way or the other. All right. Blizzard. <laughs> I don't know why now I have to giggle every time I hear their name. I'm like, what? <laughs> what did they do? Blizzard will announce Diablo 4 at BlizzCon. Like a legit Diablo or another mobile DLC? Diablo? Oh. Yeah, no. Diablo 4. The, I, the I, legitimate new game. How long ago was the like Diablo 3 like legit? A long time ago. So let's say truth. They need something. Yeah, I feel like this is something they need to do to yeah. smooth things over. Even if they say it's not available till 2027. But like, look! <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. We've got, a, we've got a whiteboard with a with a map on it, and we have been meetings, and it's insane. 
something and I hope tells it's just a them. live reenactment of what they're planning on putting in the game because it's yeah. that far out. <laughs> something tells me, though, that um, whatever they announce, say they do announce Diablo 4, try to build up the hype, there will be something in it that will tear down everything about it. Like, fans will hone in on that one thing and be like, the hell with you. Well, they're under a microscope right now, so... Mm. I have no doubt it's going to happen. So Some guy we'll could stub his toe during the live performance or whatever, and we're going to cancel him over that or something. That's how, mm. how much we're uh, with beef with them at the moment. Mm-hmm. And finally, I feel like maybe we talked about this at one point, uh, but... I think we had some some rumors slip out this week that this is an official thing. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and lay it out there. The PlayStation 5 will cost 4.99. I mean, I believe that I believe that that's what they want to price it at. So assuming everything works itself out between now and then, I would say 4.99 is a yes because I honestly still don't think you can go much higher than that. You and could. I don't really know and if people they could would go... still buy it, but I don't mm. feel like as much. But I don't know if they could go much lower than that either, because the technology. Uh, when I'm reading you're... about the insides of this thing, yeah, mm-hmm. so... they're gonna really need to make it up in like other hardware and really great games. Sure. Or add-ons, uh, you know. Yeah, true. Add-ons. Like when it comes to their newest VR, which I saw like a rumored prototype for that, which was interesting. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, weird news, because <clears throat> this belongs in weird news, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna earn our one F-bomb, Be- uh, Bethesda, what the fuck, okay? Yep. This is a sentiment shared worldwide, I would assume. At this point, it's just a meme. <laughs> Bethesda's just... They offered up, if you didn't hear this, and I, I would be surprised sure. if you didn't. They offered up something called Fallout First for Fallout 76, their already broken game. But this is a premium subscription service to go along with said broken game. Uh, some time ago, they offered, or they promised, excuse me, major updates and all these things that's just going to happen, and then they just disappeared. You know, they were just like, ah, oh, it's not going to happen. But then now, some of those promises are in this subscription service it's like ah here it is yeah yeah let's just slap those few people who are still in love with it eh yeah Mm -hmm. so if you don't know about this or why this is a garbage move let me enlighten you first of all you're already plopping down 100 or 60 bucks for the game base game Mm -hmm. bare minimum so you would expect quality for your game and it's not been that um some people I know you've mentioned before. Some people enjoy it. It's fine. Yeah. It's great if they if you can find pleasure in the sixty bucks that you Teach spent. Their own man. Good. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it's been a glitch-ridden, empty pond. You know, with nothing mm-hmm. to do, nothing to to enjoy. It's just bad. But now, for an extra hundred dollars on top of whatever else you may have paid for in this game, because there are mm-hmm. microtransactions. You can now receive the following features. Private worlds for up to seven people. Mm-hmm. Unlimited storage for your scrap box. Mm-hmm. A survival tent that's like a placeable fast travel point with perks within it. 
a monthly dowry of sixteen or 1,650 atoms, an exclusive ranger armor outfit, and exclusive icons and emotes. Now, mm-hmm. the armor, the icons, even the atoms, it's not worth $100. Placing I, think a, someone, I think someone priced it out though, because like, uh, one thousand six fifty is technically sixteen fifty, mm-hmm. if, if, if from what I understood what I was reading. So, ninety nine dollars for the year, then technically that made it. You know what I mean? But um, like you were saving twenty bucks. So if you were one of those that was every month constantly spending twenty dollars for atoms or something, then this is saving you money. Or the twelve ninety nine a month, whichever option you wanted to go with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't Still know why I'm we... trying to help them, but I'm just saying. No, <laughs> but I mean, I can't see how uh, the private world thing, putting that behind a paywall, that's a dick right. move. This is something people have been asking for. And then now you're making them pay for it. Okay. And come to so, find out, apparently it's not even brand new worlds. Yeah. That's like what I was, was about to get to into. Or something. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of these, not only are they not new worlds, new private worlds, but they're not even private. From what I'm hearing, people are still being able to get into your game. So you're paying for this service that doesn't even work. Plus, plus, and this is, this is even better. Your scrap box is yeah. eating your scrap. So you yep. lose everything you stick in it. So all your hard work is for nothing. Gone. And there's no way yeah. to get it back. Nope. So you just paid to basically screw up your own game. Yeah. So with every misstep this company has made with this game, you'd think they would find a way to right the ship. And I swear to God, every time you turn around, they do something and make it worse. I don't understand what's happening. This game needs to die. Okay, it has been or they nothing. Just need to leave it alone. Like, because I, 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 apparently there's enough of a fan base, so I'm not gonna knock anyone for enjoying it. Maybe it did end up being what you wanted. You know, I would mm. imagine it's a smaller group of people now than it was when it first released. I suppose. Um, but stop screwing those people over. Yeah, just you know, my God. I don't know. I'm. It, it boggles my mind. It hurts my brain. Just stop. Just yeah. stop. Yeah. Leave it alone. I don't understand what they're doing. I mean, I understand what they're doing, but it's like, if you're going to do that, it needs to work. Yeah, for sure. And when you go into your private world, apparently you're seeing like NPCs that are already dead, all this kind of stuff. Probably what you said, because it's not private. Mm. And uh if they see you on the friends list, they're able to just join. I guess there's something to where you can be like a merchant in other people's games or something. I yeah, wasn't sure I if I understood that. that since I haven't played it really outside of the couple hours I played it when it was in beta before it released. Mm-hmm. And and I think that those were the people that were having the easiest time because then they could just like right into your world or whatever and do all mm. that. But I don't know. It just Bethesda. they need to stop. I know, and it's like, I'm one of those, I enjoyed the Elder Scrolls series, you know, and was Mm -hmm. looking forward to Skyrim 6, and at this point, I'm just like, I don't know how much faith I have in giving them 60 bucks, because you know how many times they loved rewrapping Skyrim and selling it back to your cost. for sure. You know, uh, every turn they got, and people did it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm concerned about Doom Eternal at this point. 
I mean, what are they going to do to botch that? I know that they aren't specifically the ones behind it all, but their name is on it. That's right. what concerns me. What are they going to do to screw that game up? Because quality is just starting to seem like not a priority at all anymore. No. no. So, all right. Well, I'm going to do some release dates because we could go on all day about that. Uh, on October 28th, we have Zeno Crisis for Nintendo Switch and PC. Then on October 29th, we have Close to the Sun for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. After Party for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. I'm Yakuza excited. 4 Remaster for PlayStation 4. Resident Evil Triple Pack, which is essentially Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. And then you can also... That reminds me. Did you watch... Uh, sorry, this is very quick. Did you watch the whole... Uh, where they the PC modders put in the goose yeah, over yeah. Mr. X on Resident Evil 2. Did you watch it? They left I his did. little hat on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. I'm sorry. It was no, just the fine. most fun little video to see her turn it around with her gun and there's just this freaking goose <laughs> like flapping down the hallway at her. Oh, God. PC modders, you're just the best. They <laughs> are. Just the best people out there, I'm telling you. Uh, well, anyway, Resident Evil Triple Pack 4, 5, and 6, you can buy them separately or as a pack for Nintendo Switch. Police Chase for Xbox One. Vampire for Nintendo Switch. Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Disney Classic Games Aladdin and the Lion King for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Pinball Effects 3 Williams Pinball Universal Monsters Edition for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Mercenary Wings, The False Phoenix for PlayStation 4. Dusk Diver for Nintendo Switch. Harvest Moon, Mad Dash for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Disgaea 4 Complete Plus for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Altier, Ryza, Ever Darkness, and The Secret Hideout for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch and PC. Earthfall, Alien Horde for Nintendo Switch. On October 30th, we have Xenocrisis, Xbox One. Inferno 2 Plus for Xbox One. What is with this Plus crap? I don't understand. Is it like their Game of the Year edition or something? Eh, probably. Then on October 31st, the long-awaited Luigi's Mansion 3 for Nintendo Switch. Ghost Parade for PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Agony, The Big Journey, Yuri, and Flan, all for the Nintendo Switch. And also WRC 8 FIA World Rally Championship. That is such a long name for Nintendo Switch. Then on November... Yeah. I don't even know what it is. WRC 8, whatever that is. It's a World Rally of some sort. Maybe it's a car game. That sounds like a car game. Rally. Yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, And then on (laughs) November 1st, we have Citadel Forged with Fire for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Spirit of the North for PlayStation 4. Windmill Kings for Nintendo Switch. Race with Ryan for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Jalopy for Xbox One and Spirit Roots for Nintendo Switch. Got it. There we go. It's time to play Name That Game. Cut. Hey, we had it. All right. <laughs> In my head, it was totally on 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 point. I would hope so. Okay. Uh, t- today I've got some uh, pretty interesting games. I think. I think they're fun. 
One of these days, I'm going to have to go and like find some of these and just play them just out of morbid curiosity. Well, the first one uh, I definitely think would uh, pique my interest just to see what the hell. Because the first game, the evil Sauron has stolen the one bling. And this intense bling. The one bling. And this intense 2D shooter that is D&D meets urban hip-hop culture. It gets better. Fight your way through relentless onslaughts of enemies using godly reflexes while earning new weapons, power-ups, and more between stages, using each one effectively and appropriately to survive. Try the actual railgun, which fires actual rails with electromagnetic discharge that stops enemy bullets, or the reality ripper, which fires magic anti-plasma that hones in on anyone who isn't down like a clown. You are Gundolf, the wizard, and it's up to you. (laughs) It's up to you to take the fight to Sauron and bust a cap in the ass of evil. All right. I don't know. That actually sounds like a good time. (laughs) It's probably garbage, but like they sold it well. (laughs) I mean, really. Is this A, the fresh witch of Weldare? B, Thug Magic, C, Super Urban Wizard, or D, Warlocks with Glocks? Ooh, I like D. This is where I overthink it. Maybe C, is that the Wizard of Thugs? Super Urban Wizard? Super... I love that you like just tell me things and then at the end of it I mush it all together like it was one thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go with C. I was probably should have stayed with D, but I'm gonna go with C. The answer is C, Super Urban hey. Wizard. Good yeah. job. All right. But I think the the warlock of Glocks. I like that one the best. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. The next game. The universe is under attack from the most evil creatures in existence. Geese. Of course. <laughs> jump like we're your just wa- realizing how big of assholes geese really are, you know? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's jumping on this bandwagon I, now. I'm telling you. Jump your way across alien worlds, pick up power-ups, and defeat bosses to drive back the enemy. Gravity will be different depending on the area, so sometimes your jumps will take you farther. It's up to you, Captain Quackers, and your trusty laser gun to stop the relentless march of Overlord Stumpy and the evil Goose Empire. Absolutely. Is this A, Ducks in Space, B, Star Mallards, C, Honk v. Quack, Dawn of the Cosmos, or D, Gaggle Empire. I think I want to go see again. It just sounded very long and convoluted. <laughs> the answer is A, Ducks in Space. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I'm sure this is shovelware. They probably, like, the Goose game came out and they hurried up and made this thing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Call it this. 
I have no doubt that's what they did. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last game is a 2D platformer about a cat that can climb anything. Sticky the cat is on a little adventure to retrieve. Re, uh, <laughs> Sticky the cat is on a little adventure to retrieve a cake that a mouse stole. Help Sticky through eight levels full of dangerous mice. Go about the adventure however you like at your own pace. You can play single player, or you can play with four players simultaneously. There are many hidden goodies in these levels. Many things can be buried underground, so use your ground pound to uncover them. Find your all the big pound. Your ground pound. Let's pound it. <laughs> Find all the big fish to fully complete a level. The level in the world map will become golden if you found everything in the level, so keep exploring. But don't take too long, as you will run out of time. Oh. Is this A, Tacky Tabby, B, Kitten Mittens, C, Stuck on Mew, or D, Sticky Paws? Ooh, I think it's either A or D, Tacky Tabby or Sticky Paws. Ooh. Hmm. And you're probably sitting there going, no, Lace, it's in the middle. Uh, I'm going to go with Sticky Paws, D. Answer is D, Sticky Paws. Hey, two job. out of three this time. Yeah. Good average. I'm not, I don't know how to get better at this game. You just keep trying. <laughs> Unless I just scour the Steam lists every Every day before before Saturday, and I'll be like, aha, I came across aha. that one already. But that's cheating. It is. Don't do that. Okay, well, what we're going to be doing today, we're going to be talking about games that scared us. You know, because it's, it's almost the Halloween season, I guess that's what you it call is. it. It's Halloween is on Thursday this week. And, uh, oh, my God, you're right. I don't think we've really ever sat down. I know we've probably mentioned in passing games that have have terrified us in some way. So I guess what I really want to look at as we're talking about this is maybe what was the very first game that like really drew out a, a visceral reaction of fear, mm-hmm. and and what other games have have really kind of tapped into that? Because I will say that in certain horror games that I've played, there are some that I. I I guess they'll do the jump scare and you'll be like, ah, like Five Nights at Freddy's. I'll use that as a a prime example of just something that just jump scares you because you don't know what to expect. So Mm -hmm. I don't really know if that's a genuine reaction of fear that just made me uneasy. It's just more like, I know something's going to happen. You caught me off guard. I just don't know when. Yeah, you caught me off guard. Oh, gosh, I jumped. So I don't really count that as something that really scared me per se. You just, you... You made me jump because I wasn't expecting something to happen. And then you eventually become numb to it because if you've been jump scared enough, it starts to lose its effect. Right. But I'll let you go first. Like, what is the very first game that you can think of that you were just like, okay, that game really got under my skin? Uh, Probably PT, honestly. Because, like, I can remember playing, like, scary games growing up. And when graphics weren't that amazing or anything, it was very easy for me to separate myself from the two things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But nowadays, like I can barely even force myself to do them because I just get too tense because I like if I'm watching a scary game, I am totally fine. It's something about being the one in control of it that makes it hard. And Mm -hmm. I think it was the setup, too, because like I got home from work. So it's already late at night. My husband's insanely excited. He found this game that he really wanted me to try. So sits me down, gets the game going. He's turning out the lights and I'm like already a little bit like, what's he doing? You know, mm-hmm. and as I started playing that game, like I couldn't even finish it. Wow. I was out of my <laughs> mind. I remember taking my character, just putting it in the corner of the little house after I've made my rounds a few times. It was like shortly after you got to the point where like the fridge was dangling and you just heard the mm-hmm. crying or whatever. And that went and I'm like, nope. And I just walked it back to where the phone was in that corner. And I'm like, this is where I live now. I couldn't make myself (laughs) go for it anymore. He had to finish it for me. I couldn't do it. I was out of my head. I was out of my head. No. No. That was the first time I remember sitting down where the graphics were that good. And since I had no idea what to expect when Mm -hmm. I sat down to play it, it's not like I knew I was sitting down to play a scary game, which I think added to the whole thing for me because that's not what I was expecting because he knows me. He knows I wouldn't just pick up one of these games. So I trusted him. (laughs) And no more. If I ever come home and he's like, I got this great game because he's done it to me twice now. So I'm on to him and I'm never doing Mm. it again. I'm never trusting him again at night. Anyway, during broad daylight, you play it first. (laughs) <laughs> like I see what it is but yeah that that one really freaked me out like I just couldn't force myself to continue that game now when he took it over I felt fine it's really weird when I'm controlling it <laughs> like I just can't make myself do it like why would anyone go there there are right. too many freaky things happening in this house who is that chick that just came out of the room and like scared the crap out of me mm-hmm. why is there a baby in a sink Why is there a bag on the table that's talking to me? Like, I was just, dude, his mind. There's something wrong in there. That was a messed up game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just just think about what that could have been. I know. That's a sad part. That still makes me sad. So if you you still have it on your PlayStation, leave it. Because some of us were dumb and deleted it. But uh, Oh, yeah, it's not going anywhere. I'm gone. Don't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the first one I can remember like legit in my mind where I was like, nope, they, the graphics have gotten too good. They created the ambiance way too well. The sound effects went way too well to create this whole thing. And I was freaked out. I think yeah, we they'd... had to put on like a happy movie afterwards to kind of like <laughs> cleanse my brain before we went to bed. Cause I get home at like 1130, 12 o'clock at night, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed a, I needed a brain cleanser before I was to go to go to sleep. That's funny. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Well, that's a that yours? was actually a good one, and I was I was curious if we would have any overlap, but I didn't put that one down because okay. I had a feeling, I had a feeling that would come up because Freaking that was a good hell, one. Dude. But I, I I can't remember the reaction I had, but I do remember it being tense, and I do remember being freaked out more or less because of the um, I can't remember her name, but the one that's always kind of behind you. Whatever her name is, the ghost lady. That's... Oh, are you still talking about PT? Yeah, like if you were to turn. Oh, I'm around sorry. I thought you were she's... starting to describe the next game. No, yes. I will be. But yeah, that I was lady just kinda... was. I think that's the one where I that was the first time I like straight up screamed 
in it because I wasn't expecting her to come out of that room at all. Like you heard the crying, I think, like a hoo, mm-hmm. hoo, 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 or something. And I'm like, well, I'm not walking by that door. That just seems stupid to walk by that door. Yeah. I know they're going to do something to me. And he's like, go, go, go. And then as soon as I did, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So upset. <laughs> now, as far as the first game that really got a reaction out of me, I had to dig deep because I was really trying to think about a timeline in which a game would have scared me at all. And I honestly have to say it had to have been the original Resident Evil because I cannot think of a horror game that I played before that one. I remember... Now, I didn't have a PlayStation, but my brother did. And for whatever reason, I think I was borrowing his PlayStation for a while. Like, he was off at college. And since I had it in my possession, I was like, well, I'm going to go out and rent some PlayStation games because I've never... There are certain games I haven't got to play. And Resident Evil was one of them. And... I thought, I've always heard, you know, this is really cool, really creepy. I want to try it out because it's something different. Right. And it literally did evoke some some wild fears because I had never experienced that in a game before. Because as as you were kind of saying, you're in control. So you feel like that you are supposed to have control of everything going on. And then when it gets out of control it puts you into panic mode and you're like, I don't know what to do. So you'd have dogs jumping after you and you have zombies cramming up on you. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And you mm-hmm. just kind of go into a panic mode because in a game you feel like you're always in control. And this really took you away from that. So I really give that the original resident evil game, the one that really elicited that fear out of me because I was not expecting it. I figured as a fan of horror movies at the time, I was like, ah, oh, this would be cool and gory. Nah. Mm-hmm. But then it just started hitting that nerve, and I was like, this is kind of weirding me out, man. And it was just it made me uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. Because I'd never experienced it before. And I will say that the games do have that effect to where they can intensify, you know, where you have something like Nemesis in Part 3 chasing you, and that's just the adrenaline rush of being chased, or even Mr. X and the remake of Part 2, mm-hmm. which he may have been in Part 2, the original. I can't remember. He was. Yeah. And then, but yeah, there's... I was yeah, trying to remember, because I played Resident Evil 2 on N64. I did I too, yeah. The... Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. why I'm trying to remember, because I remember I feel playing like he that was. one. I feel like he was, but I just... they pretty it's... much did it almost exactly the same. It was just mm-hmm. like what it would have been like had it released today. Sure. Like, I remember the, uh, what was it, the alligator, crocodile, or whatever? That was different, but understandably different in all the best ways. Yeah. So, but that that was one of those intense things. The snake in Resident Evil. My God, no. Okay? No. Because I don't like snakes, and then here come Mm -hmm. the snake, and I was like, why are you doing this to me, game? I can't do this right now. I'm... Uh uh-uh. No, I think I kind of got in, I won't say I hyperventilated, but I was close because I was like, ah, snake, oh, God, snake, oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, yeah. And you're it grossed just, out, too, because snakes yeah. are just gross. Yeah, so I was just a big, giant, gross snake. <laughs> I didn't want any part of it, so. Yeah, yeah that game. that game really hit a nerve. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I applaud it for, for doing that. I uh, can't really say that all the games since have done that because they kind of went into action mode. But again, there's there's the intensity. There's the adrenaline rush. I'd say 7 probably took it back a little bit more to the fear, you know, yeah. where you're uncomfortable. But it's it's really more intense adrenaline. I don't really feel like I was afraid of anything more than I was just anxious and just like on guard going like, I got to get out of this house. I don't know how to get out. And there's people walking around. I just got to get out. So (laughs) the first one for sure. Yeah. I don't know that I played the very first one. I want to say I picked it up on two. You would remember if you did because I know I played a lot of it growing up. You know, uh, so I think I started with two. I know I played some three. I played four on Wii, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a, a weird console to play it on, but I still played it on that one. And then five, I think, was on PlayStation at a buddy's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five or six, because they were both co-op, right? So it might have been six, yeah. actually. And five, maybe I've never played. And then seven, I've just watched because by then it got too real. And I'm like, nope, this is where I nope out. (laughs) Still love your Resident Evil, but that's too much for me. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, what? do you got another one that you can remember? I mean, uh, yeah. But again, it's probably I'm a wuss and most of them come up like today's because again, like when I was younger and playing those games, since the graphics were the way they were, I don't remember getting frightened as much unless the score really got to me because they really had to create that other, the sounds and background to really get into it. But mm. when I played Outlast, yeah, the yeah. first one, I feel like I needed a weeks-long massage <laughs> afterwards because like all of the sneaking around you had to do and just the creepy noises in that hospital that was happening and I'll never forget the first time I rounded a corner and that big guy the big monster thing saw mm-hmm. me and started chasing and you hear the tom 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 you know and I don't know where to run I don't even know if I'm hiding anymore like I that was the first time I remember have you ever been like jump scared so hard that all of a sudden your body is just tingling like this is what a stroke might feel like like this has to be the start of one like if I were to have one like now my left eye doesn't work anymore all this kind of stuff like that and I think I just ran in a circle for probably a solid 20 minutes because I was panicking that I wasn't going to find anywhere to hide and I'm like no he'll see me in here and go through a door they'll slam through the door like I think I finally hid under a bed like, I finally managed to make it under a bed, and then they just stood there by the bed for what felt like forever. <laughs> and you have that camera. It's the only way that you mm. can see. So most of the time, I'm having to just sit in the dark. Or the scene with when the doctor comes around. That was when it all went downhill for me. Because there's, like, peop- like whatever they're called that's, like, walking mm. around the hospital, like a zombie-ish kind of deal. And once the doctor starts, it's like... He runs and like fast and it's almost like if he catches you, that's it. There's no like real fighting back. I mean, there's no real fighting mechanic. It's either sneak, see with the camera or die. Mm. And I remember being stuck in that one sequence for probably a solid hour because like I was just too nervous to get out from under the bed because I had no idea where he was at any given moment. So I probably spent way too long and missed many opportunities to get out of the situation. <laughs> but I'm like, nope, we're just going to sit under here until I, until he does it like one more time. We're just going to wait one more time, right? And then <laughs> he'll never hear me. And 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they break the doors, and I got nothing to hide behind. Yeah. But that one, that one definitely freaked me out. But I finished it. That's good. Which is hard That's for good. me to say for, like, a lot of those newer games. Like, PT, I didn't finish. Outlast, I finished it. I did finish it, and I did the DLC. Ooh, but nice. I've never touched the second one, and I have no desire to, and I probably won't. See, I feel like I got... I think I got bored with that one for whatever reason. Like, it just wasn't... I can totally see why. It, yeah. it wasn't doing it for me, and I was just like, I got... Uh, come on. So, mm-hmm. I, I remember trying it, but I never got too far into it, because it was just like... Uh, it felt like a drag. It, it, it does tend to slow down, especially when you're in the, the some of the middle portions, when it's not the bigger enemies coming around or anything like that. It does tend mm-hmm. to be a slog, um, unless you're like a speed runner. I've seen some people get through the entire game in like a half hour. Wow. Where they just know exactly where to jump. Where th- That was another thing, too, is like trying to conserve the battery life. I'd be stuck outside for so long because I couldn't find like a door. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to like walk along the fence and the outside area and then... I'd look down because I'm like, well, I have a little bit of light if I look down. And then as soon as I'd look up, one of those things would just be like standing by a dumpster, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, ugh, ugh. nope. <laughs> but yeah, which was probably more dumb stuff on my part. But hmm. that freaked me out, man. It really did get to me. But the ending was at least very satisfying, I do have Good. to say. So there at least was that. But <sighs> Up until God, that point. <laughs> I don't know how people can play scary games like that all the time. Like, they just must live on that adrenaline rush. For me, it's just like, this is what a heart attack must start. This is how it must present in women. Like, am yeah. I talking okay? My arm doesn't hurt, but holy cow, the rest of my body is just off. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 I felt like it, it, it gets exhausting now because I remember playing, when I played Resident Evil 7 and I would have those intense moments. I could. I was just like, all right. You need I've a break. To, I'm done because, yeah. whew, gosh, I just feel so like I can't. I can't do this again right now. I just. I gotta. Mm-hmm. I gotta rest. So yeah, it's it's insane. We're getting old. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> that's what adrenaline does to us now. It doesn't do I know. anything I'm for like, us. Please, it wears this us could out. be the. This could be it. Yeah. This could be. Elizabeth, I'm coming. <laughs> exactly. I'm coming. I'm coming. Give me up. Uh, kind of piggybacking off of what you were talking about there with the the ambiance to that, I'm gonna touch on uh, Slenderman, which is a, a fairly newer <gasps> game that kind of yeah. freaked me out because you I've you seen are kind of it, but you're doing that, uh, I guess, found footage type game, mm-hmm. and I feel like what made that game so creepy was not only just the environment they put you in, but it's kind of what you were kind of referring to to PT. It was just those those little things that just weird you out it'd just mm-hmm. be the simplest little thing and you're just minding your own business and then you'll have a little noise play over here a little sound over there and you're just like what's going on and then you can look off in the distance and slender man is just standing there and you're just like okay and you're not supposed to look at him right so you have to no. just like run away no. yeah yeah and then you could just kind of run up on him and then your camera starts glitching and you're like all right i'm going to turn around slowly and i'm going to walk the other direction and then you start walking and then he shows up again and you're like okay i don't know what to do i'm just try-. and you can never seem to go in one direction for too long and it just it puts you in a panic mm-hmm. and then there was a another scene or sequence somewhere down the line where you're in a warehouse i think and i was not expecting this 
but you're you're in this warehouse you're looking around you got your flashlight and i was in this one room and i turn and then my flashlight shines on this little thing running at me at full speed i'm like holy shit holy shit holy shit and i didn't know what it was <laughs> and i was like get away and i just panicked no 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 <laughs> because that's like i'm panicking right now for you <laughs> yeah no, there no, was no, no. no i, I they told me nothing. There were no noises. Right. There was nothing. And then I just turn, and there's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, ah! and I just freaked out. <laughs> I've never out. seen that part. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it freaked me out so hard. So it was just weird, and I didn't like it. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Why am I doing this to myself? And most of us probably spent like good money on that too. Mm-hmm. So, you know? yeah, I mean that that game really. Uh, ooh, wow! And then. Even going to its ending and how that all kind of played out, it, it really, really... You could probably play it if you know what you're doing. Solid hour playthrough, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I don't really feel like it's much longer than that, but it's... It pretty short. For, for the hour that you get out of it, it it's definitely worth it's the freaky. adrenaline rush, so to speak, because it's just mm-hmm. it's weird and creepy and just odd. And I'm trying to remember other little bits that we're in the game. I feel like there was a farmhouse or something you had. Oh, yes. Yeah, I feel like- there was that other thing that just jumps out of you, runs at you from nowhere. Yeah, it was a farmhouse or something. I don't know. It's just, it's weird me out thinking about it. But yeah, it's just, yeah. it's a wild game. I would recommend that if you want to really get a quick fix thrill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything else? Any others? I guess I could just do honorable mention to Emily Wants to Play. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was one of the first ones that I decided to just buy because it was on sale, not really yeah. knowing what to expect. And yeah, freaky dolls that come at you out of nowhere. It's, again, it's nothing but a jump scare one. So yeah. after a while, I got exhausted and I never did beat it because I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, but especially when I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do differently for each doll. Like I think yeah. I peed myself a couple times for sure <laughs> on that one because it'd be like you'd had to go into the kitchen to read the wall and try to get the idea off of that. Like, next hour clicks. Here's Mm -hmm. a new doll. So stare at Emily. Don't look at the clown. Um, Hide from the the little doll in a tuxedo or something like that. You know, (laughs) so it's like once you had like all the dolls, that was when I was like, I'm out. There's too much now. And they're coming at me too long. And I can't, I'm just, I'm ready to be done with the game. But it did scare me for sure. Mm. Until I got exhausted from it, and then I was just like, all right, we're turning it off. And then I never went back to it again. What was it called again? Emily Wants to Play. Emily Wants to Play. I bought it for like five bucks on a whim one day. I was like, I could handle this. Hmm. No. I have to look that up. I'm curious now. Just maybe look at it. Yeah, I mean, I think it plays better than Five Nights at Freddy's, Mm -hmm. but it's still kind of the same idea where it's just like random jump scares, but at least with the dolls, like there's a plan. So, sure. like, if Emily shows up, you hear the laugh. Oh, You're not okay. supposed to look at her or something like that. And then there's a clown that'll uh, laugh or something eventually that'll just pop up. And I think at him, you're supposed to stare him down or something. I might have him backwards. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there's a runner, and you've just got a break line of sight. So when you get, like, all of them together, it just feels like you're never going to be able to accomplish what you need to do. So I think the whole premise is you're, like, a pizza delivery guy that came mm-hmm. to this house and then the door was kind of open, so you go in and it locks behind you, and you had to like midnight to get out. Mm-hmm. 
So I never made it to the last hour because I just got exhausted after it started introducing like three or four different dolls. And I was just like, there's, I felt like all I was spending time was getting rid of the dolls and not finding the things I needed to find to actually get out of there. And I said, I'm done. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like now you I'm exhausted. The jump scares aren't even effective anymore. So now we're moving on. But Right. Well, the uh, only other one that I have that I wanted to bring up and I really feel like that this is a game that needs to be remade, remastered. I don't think there's a game that's really done what this game has done, or at least not that I've played. There there may have been others out there that I just have not seen. Uh, was Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. This I game... This, one. this game, oh my God, what it did to me... This was a game that actually freaked me out so bad that I put my controller down and went to bed. I was like, I, I, they've screwed with my head enough. I think when I'm you done went to bed, night. dude. Yeah, that's when you put on Nemo because because I was I was playing late at night. It was dark, and what this game had that I feel like they needed to utilize just a little bit more, like find a way because if you. I feel like if you played a certain way, it really didn't drop all that much. So I felt like maybe they needed to find other ways to continue to bring it down. But it you had your health meter, you had your magic meter, then you had your sanity meter. And oh, as boy. the sanity meter dropped, it would find ways to, to screw with your head just ever so subtly. But it would do it. So... Mm-hmm. You could be walking into a room and suddenly your head is shrinking and you're like, what the hell's going on? And then that's just all it is. Your head is just shrinks and you're just like, I, wh- what happened? Uh, mm-hmm. There was a time that I walked into a room and uh, my arm was on the floor and I'm just like, what And you don't think about it because you're playing one minute and then the next minute it's just like, here you go. Here, I'm going to mess with you. But where it really got me, like two times, it just really, really tore into me in the, well, three, now that I'm thinking about it. There's uh, one sequence. Uh, The idea of the game is that you're playing this woman who her father died, and she goes back to this house where, I don't know, I can't remember if she grew up there, but it was her father's house, and there's all this mystery and history and stuff like that to his research and whatnot. So she's trying to unravel what happened possibly he he was murdered but she just wants to dig into Mm -hmm. it so she's walking through this house and of course there's a lot of creepy weird stuff going on and everything that she unlocks or learns it unlocks a story to the past that's connected to whatever his research was so you you go and you play different people in different periods of time but there's always this connecting thread to this thing that will drive you mad Mm -hmm. and one of the things she does is as you're trying to search some of the rooms looking for keys, you can go into this bathroom. Again, nothing creepy had really happened at this point. So I'm searching the bathroom. I'm looking around. And then, you know, you see the bathtub and the, the curtains pulled and I think nothing of it. You know, I'm just like, oh, there's probably something in here. Maybe a key for a door. And I pull back the curtain and it does this very quiet but quick zoom into the tub where you see your character dead in the tub, like just laying there in blood. But it yeah. zooms in so quick, quietly, and as soon as it hits her face, it's just like, bah! and you're just like, oh my God, what was that? <laughs> and that was it. And then you just snap out of it. 
So it was like this vision. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, that was just weird. The next thing that it did to me is I'm playing. And to, to do this in such a way that you had to have the right television, I will say that, for this to really be effective, because okay. I did. But I'm playing, and suddenly my volume starts going down. And I'm like, Where, what, what happened? Where's the remote? And I'm sitting there looking for my remote. It's like, who's turning the freaking TV down? And I'm just mm-hmm. getting angry because the volume's just going down. But it looked like my volume on my oh, TV was going down. gotcha, yeah. And so I'm sitting there freaking out. And then, snap, you're out of it. And I'm like, what? So, so it was that, part of it, your insanity going? Yeah. That these things were having? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's interesting. And it, it's that kind of random thing that really throws you off because it has nothing, not necessarily anything to do with the game itself, but they could just throw in things like that because that, to me, you're not thinking about your volume going down. Like right. the game is going to screw you with that in that way, but it did. And I was like, what was that? Mm-hmm. So it just started freaking me out that way. And it was just like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do because I really thought someone was sitting there screwing my TV. Right. And then the one that really got me that just like I almost went insane is I had been playing. I just got through this level and I was I'm like, all right, cool. And then I go to save it. And then the game says deleting file. I'm like, no, no, what? No. And I'm sitting there going. <laughs> ah! And it was all just part of their little scam. And I was like, yeah. oh, what? Yeah. So Good it would job. find ways outside yeah. of the norm to screw with your head. And that's, that's where I was. That's a cool resp- little idea. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Because it's not just everything within the game you're playing, but finds ways outside of the game to really immerse you into screwing with you're your head. You're going nuts. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like that was a very, very clever way to mess with your audience. And mm-hmm. I, I, again, I don't know of any other game that has done that, mm-hmm. but somebody should should look back into doing something like that. You know, don't emulate it specifically, but find a way to really immerse like the that player. unique idea of yeah, messing with the uh, the player. <laughs> yeah. So it just yeah, it really, cool. it was always a unique experience. It's a game I really loved, and uh, you know, over time you play it enough, you start to pick up on the trick. So it kind of mm-hmm. loses a little bit of that, which I don't want to downplay it at all. Like it's not worth it, but. Again, you you start to become privy to some of the tricks and stuff like that. But the, mm. the initial playthrough, oh yeah, it messed with my head so hard. So Damn. I really enjoyed it, and I would love to see this game revived at some point. But I don't know if that'll ever happen, sure. which is a shame. But I don't know. I really I really enjoyed it, and that was that was definitely one that I will always go to when it comes to a game that really got under my skin and really, really messed with my head and put a little bit of terror in me, you know? Yeah. But, uh, for sure. That's all I got as far as games yeah. go. and That's all that I could think of. I mean, well, I, I play them very rarely. Yeah. And then I've gotten to the point now that when I do, it's only when I'm streaming because then I'm like, I'm under bright lights. I feel like people are here with me. I can handle it, you know? Right. Which is understandable. <sighs> That's fair. I think for me... For me, it's just like the exhaustion of it all. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. because I'm constantly tense, especially like with alien isolation, for example, you never know when it's going to pop out of a vent or do this or the other. But eventually I just get exhausted of the idea and I have to set it down for a while and then maybe come back. I can only do it for like an hour or two because I'm just beat. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I've worked out for 10 hours. I'm just ex- tired and my brain's a mess and, you know, yeah, probably hungry. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly always hungry. But yeah. So the 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 scary games under my belt are are fewer than most cuz I don't play them just for the simple joy of playing them. I play them cuz my viewers think it's going to be funny. Yeah, I'm sure they enjoy watching you squirm. I don't know why. Why did <laughs> why do people enjoy watching others suffer? I don't understand. Human nature. For the art, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, that is our show. Why don't you hit us up on Twitter at Super Mega Crash? Tell us what game scared you. I would mm-hmm. love to hear what you guys have to say about the games that scared you for Halloween, or in yep. general, you know. But for or for the Halloween purpose, one of those uh, horror junkies, yeah, yeah. Or what games? Yeah, I would definitely love to hear that. If you if you love horror games and are particularly not scared by them, mm-hmm. what game really did? you know evoked Finally that got you yeah it was like yeah. all right yeah you know this one really took the cake and then i'll know to avoid that one 100 percent for sure because if you're usually good with scary games and that one got you i don't want to touch it mm-hmm. so do yeah. public public service for lace and let me know which one that is so i know when my people are no it's gonna be fine you should play it then i'll be like ah, i have it on good authority right this one's bad so yeah hit us up Twitter, Super Mega Crash. Tell us your favorite scary or worst scary game in that regard. However you want to view it. Yeah. Uh, you can send us an email if you got a big story to tell us about that at supermegacrash at gmail.com. Uh, find us on the Instagram to view our weekly icon art. I worked a little hard on this one this week. Uh, hopefully I'll get it up promptly because I, mm-hmm. I dropped the ball on the 100. I'm sorry. <sighs> uh, but I, I've, I picked it back up. I got 101 up on time. I'm trying. Uh, support the show by pressing the like button, leaving reviews on your preferred platform, even going to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions. Uh, you can tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and even youtube.com slash pencil and paper productions. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I'm Lacey Finley. There was no gap there. Join us again next time. <laughs> Super Mega Crash. It blinks. <laughs> but until then... Game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.